Welcome to the Sent from Disneyland podcast. Here age relives fond memories of the past. On this podcast, we'll take a journey to the past and explore Disneyland and Disneyland history with mementos, snapshots, and postcards sent from Disneyland from 1955 to the present. I am your host, your post-host Clocky, and today I'll be sharing with you two postcards sent from Disneyland. The front of our first postcard, you can see all four methods of transportation in the Rainbow Desert in Disneyland's Frontierland. On the back, it reads, Rainbow Desert, Frontierland. Among America's most colorful western regions are its deserts, and hardy pioneers who set out from Rainbow Ridge aboard stagecoaches, Conestoga wagons, mule pack trains, and the mine train pass on their winding journey through Frontierland's mysterious Rainbow Desert. It's postmarked June 29, 1960, and I assume they visit the park on Tuesday, June 28, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to midnight. The weather was a high of 83 and a low of 57. Park attendance that day was 29,101. It's addressed to a Master Billy Ray Miller, care of B.R. Miller of Attica, Ohio. It reads, Hi from Disneyland. Wish you were here to ride the stagecoach and down the donkey trail. Everything is lots of fun. Love, Graham. Before Galaxy's Edge and before Big Thunder Mountain and Big Thunder Mountain Ranch, there were four ways to explore the wild frontier in Disneyland. When Disneyland opened in 1955, Frontierland was about a third of the park. Much of Frontierland was the Rivers of America and Tom Sawyer Island, but there were four attractions that allowed guests to explore the Rainbow Desert of Disneyland. One way you could explore in 1955 was in a Conestoga wagon, which was a standard covered wagon and started as a B-ticket attraction but was bumped up to a C-ticket attraction for its last year of operation in 1959. The second way you could explore was in a stagecoach, which opened with a park in July of 1955. You could ride inside the coach or ride shotgun with the driver. Pulled by four horses, the stagecoach followed the same path the Conestoga wagon took in the Rainbow Desert until it closed in 1960. The third option to explore nature's wonderland was the Rainbow Cavern Mine Train, which was renamed in the 1960s to the Western Mine Train through Nature's Wonderland. The mine train was removed in 1977 to prepare for the wildest ride in the wilderness. Remnants of the mine train can still be seen while on the Rivers of America and along Big Thunder Trail. Another note with this postcard, I looked up the use of Master as an honorific title. I learned, according to a 1952 book on etiquette, Master can be used as a prefix for a boy under the age of 12 in the U.S. The front of our next postcard has four images, including Sleeping Beauty Castle, the Mark Twain, a jungle cruise boat in the hippo pool, and the entrance to Tomorrowland, with the people mover and the rocket jets in the distance. In the center of the card is the word Disneyland in red calligraphy. On the back it reads, 1. Sleeping Beauty Castle, 2. Mark Twain Steamboat, 3. Jungle Cruise, 4. Tomorrowland. It's postmarked February 5th, 1973, and I assume they visit the park on Sunday, February 4th, when park hours were from 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. The weather was a high of 63 and a low of 48, with a trace amount of precipitation. It's addressed to a Mrs. Clarence Coyle of Missoula, Montana. It reads, Dear Dorothy, we have seemingly covered a good part of California last month. We are definitely going to Montana around July 15th, and I do hope we get to see you. I probably told you on our Christmas card I was coming up to Cal for acupuncture. Hope it works. Mabel and Lewis. 
Mabel Lewis could have been some of the last guests to enjoy the fourth and last way to explore the Rainbow Desert on the pack mules. Although they were challenging to handle and would occasionally nip guests, Walt wanted to have the authentic feel of exploring the frontier on a mule. They were purchased for about $50 a piece, and each mule cost 75 cents a day to feed. The pack mules began as a C-ticket attraction, but moved to the D-ticket in 1956, and finally upgraded to an E-ticket in late 1959. The mules left Frontierland in 1973. All four attractions would load guests around the same area that is now the queue for Big Thunder Mountain Railroad. The town of Rainbow Ridge that you see at the end of Big Thunder Mountain Railroad is a scaled-down version of what you would have seen before leaving for your adventure in the frontier. While researching this card, I found an article on Clarence Coyle, who was the husband of Dorothy, the recipient of this card. I'll put a link in the show notes if you're interested in reading about when he played football against USC on Thanksgiving Day in 1926. Thanks for listening to Sent from Disneyland. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and tell your friends. It would also help to leave a five-star rating and comment on whatever podcast platform you use. If you'd like to support the show financially, please check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash sentfromdisneyland. A special thanks to e-ticket patron Tania, c-ticket patrons Debbie Weinstein and Brian Crawford, and a special shout-out to Random Olive, the first patron to this podcast, and to the a-ticket patrons, Elise Sharp, Zealot Infinity, Claire Voigtlander, Alexis Robles, Angelica Niblock, and Maggie and Henry Byers. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Sent From Disneyland or on Twitter at Sent From Disney. For questions and comments, please send me a postcard address to Sent From Disneyland, P.O. Box 44, Hood, California, 95639. This podcast is not affiliated with Disney, the United States Postal Service, or any post office or Disney properties. Opinions expressed on this podcast belong to its hosts and the guests of the Sent From Disneyland podcast.